0: Alright, friends, let's do it. Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Memtes, the Forty Nine of Misek the Sukkah. And um, friends, Daf Memtes is Gishmak. It talks about the Shisin. Those, um, those like, yeah, Shisin. Uh, like when you pour the water and the wine into the Mizbeach, like you pour it into these, like ultimately into these, like Shisin. I don't know what you call them. Shisin. And then. Um, the, on Daf Mem Chesem a bunch of Geshmake uh, Goddesses. So, friends, it's a nice stuff. Let's get started. We're on Daf Mem Chesem three lines from the bottom. the rabbis taught. Actually, one second. Maybe we start from three words earlier. Sounds good. Tonura the rabbis taught. So, there's a story with a certain Sadducee. So, there was a story with a certain Sadducee that he was doing the Nis HaMayim. He was pouring the water. Um, you know, on the Mizbeach, on Sukkot, with the Talmud Shoshachar. And what he did was, instead of pouring it into like the bowl that you're supposed to pour it into, he poured it on his feet. Because the tzdukim they don't uh, hold, all, you know, nisu HaMayim isn't written explicitly in the Torah. It's Mosh So he didn't hold of it. So he poured it on his feet. Everyone got upset, so he threw the rest the at him. And that day... The, one of the corners, one of like the, um, I don't know what you call them. Horns? What's a Karen? Like on the, each of the corners, there was like a one arm cubed, like, stone. That was called the Karen of the Mzbech. So it got, it got damaged. Um, so they took a, a, a fistful of salt, the Sasmu, and they fixed the, they filled in the place where the horn got damaged avoda not because by filling it in with salt it would fix the misbehag. No. That's a problem. pogum just that the misbeach shouldn't look um damaged. It's not, you know, a proper covered for the misbeh. But um that's not going to fix the misbehag. The misbeh is not apostle. Any mizbeach lo kevesh, karen, because any misbeh that doesn't have a ramp or doesn't have this horn, velo yisod, or not a base, ribua and is not square pastel you can't use it so therefore when they threw the strigem rashi seems to mention something about stones maybe they were throwing stones too whatever it was their um the Mizbeach got damaged and when it got damaged basically the Mizbeach was ruined they had to make a new one i guess um and but in the meantime they filled in it with salt just at least so that it shouldn't look you know if anybody sees it it shouldn't look like a damaged Mizbeach so you know they fixed it to that in that respect but um but um I guess they had to build an umizbeach or something. Rabbi Yosef Yudah Omer says, Rabbi Yosef HaYerudah, also, you know, needs to have a proper uh, sovev, which is like that we had mentioned the other day, there's that, you you know, it goes up one amma and in one amma that's the yisod. And then on top of that is five more amas and that is the sovev. Omer, Rabbi Babachana, Rabbi Yohanan, says Rabbi Babachana, in the name of Rabbi Yohanan, Shisen Misheshis, Yimebreshis Nivru, Ho-ho, Ha-ha, Friends, that's cool, right? That these shisin. So basically, when you would pour the water or the wine into these two bowls that were on top of the Mizbeach, so it would then go down below somewhere. Where would it go? Into these shisin things. They would just kind of like go below. And says Rab Babachana, these shisin, these ducts, I guess, that like the water and the wine would go into were created during the six days of creation. Shinema, as the puzzle says, <laughs> Uh, literally it just means like your hidden thighs are like uh, jewels the work of a craftsman that sounds very fancy and your hidden thighs this is a reference to these uh, ducts these shisen that were underneath the mezbah or underneath the top of the mezbah they are like chaloim that they are mechulal that they are hollow and they go all the way down to the depths of the earth Oof. I thought if you keep on going far enough you'll get to China. Apparently not. Apparently not. If you go down far enough, you'll get to the depths. And that's where the libations end up. Maise de Amon, the um handiwork of a craftsman, Zo Maisei De Baruch Hu these are this is the handiwork of the Abushther. Wow! That's cool, right? Yeah, it is. Tanya Rabbi Shemal was taught in the Rabbi Bracious, I think we're Bracious, Elaborashis. Don't read it Bracious, rather you Meaning, if you're leaning in the Shul, you should say Borashis. Don't, don't say Borashis, bar elokim. But Kilu, the Drash is Borashis. I think maybe the point is like he created these Shisin during the Sheishis and Borashis. Tanya Rabbi Yossi Omer says Rabbi Yossi, Shisin mi Cholalim to home. Says Rabbi that these Shisin, that these, um, you know, ducts that the wine and the water goes down into, they are hollow and they go all the way down to the depths, as the Pazuk says, I will sing to my beloved, the song of my beloved to his um, vineyard. That's talking about, um, it was this uh, say, He's saying that he's going to speak the song of the Abishter to the Yidin. That my beloved, that God had a vineyard, i.e., the Karen ben Shemin that had his Gishmache fatty fruits vayazkeu, and he put up a fence around the karem around the vineyard vayiskaleu vayisakleu, and he uh, removed the stones vendarin vayita eyu sorek, and he um planted like uh, trees and and stuff there vayeven migdal basochu, and he created a some kind of like a, a, a wine press darin vgam yekiv chotzev bo chotzev bo, and there was also like a know, place like to catch the wine or whatever. But Sorik, Zeb Samitishwa. And it says that he planted like these tree things. So that's a reference to the Baysemik Teshwa. Even Migdabo Soho, and he built a um I don't know, wine thingy wine press in there. Zem is beach, that's 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 talking about the Mizbea. Vigam Yekev Chotsevbo Elashisin. That's a reference to the Shisin. Okay, sounds very nice. Tanya we're So there was this like space between the ramp and the misbehak, my in the east in the west of the um uh uh ramp and every seven years, the young Kohanimu Godar in, eh, Lishamu Melakdin, Misham Yain Karsh, and they would take out congealed wine from there, Shadom and Vela, which was like fig cakes, Uvan Misarif, and also Bikdusha, and then they would burn it in holies, Shanim, as the Psalm says, that in the, um, holy part of the Besemitash you will pour libations for God. Friends, I know I read that very fast. Let's talk about this for a second, then we'll read it again. It's a little bit, complicated to visualize and therefore i don't know i'm i don't really know how to visualize this but okay it seems like this basically there was a space between the ramp and the mizbech, right you would go up the ramp it was 32 amiss and you would get to the mizbech. now um, there was a space the ramp didn't go directly to the mizbech; there was a shtickle space and now apparently somewhere uh, it's hard to tell exactly but somehow there was some way of like so okay What's interesting about Rebbelazer bab Rebbe opinion is that he disagrees with those who say that the wine and the water go all the way down to the depths of the earth. He says that the wine and the water go all the way down to the floor. <laughs> Meaning, you pour the wine and the water, it goes down, I don't know, to the floor or something like that. It, it basically collects somewhere. Um, and there was some way to get it out, to extract it. And every, it says every 70 years, I don't know if that means literally or just like every once in a while, um, the young Kohan would go and clear out the congealed wine that basically collected there. Um, and they would burn it. So that, that's kind of what's going on. I, so those like the bits and pieces. I, I'm struggling a little bit to exactly see, to know exactly what it looked like. But apparently the point is that there was some way to extract this wine that collected uh, underneath, you know, where, in the, from like all the libations and stuff. And it didn't go to the depths of the earth. It just kind of like hung out on the floor of the base of Mikdash or something. So, again, so, tzaddik, ho'ye ben mezbeach, There was some kind of space between the ramp and the Kavesh, and it was on the western side of the ramp, because the ramp was on the southern side of the mizbeach, which means that you, there's, you know, going up, to your left is the western side of the ramp, and to your right is the eastern part of the ramp. So, this space was on the western part of the ramp. in every 70 years, these young kahanim would go dartin, down there, uh, and misham Yain karush and they would take out from there congealed wine, chondomeli gule that were like the uh, fig cakes, i guess like uh, congealed stuff. Uvan bisor fin also be and then they would um go and burn it uh in i guess the the hazar. apostle says Bakodesh, in the holy part of besimta shesikhnesikh sheikhlasha hashem, you will pour libations for god. Shem shenisukh ob kedusha just like the libations of the wine are in the holy part of the Besamitash. So also you have to burn it in the holy parts. My mashma, how do you learn from that pasuk of Bakodesh Asichneser Sheichel Hashem that you have to burn this congealed wine? says Ravina kodesh kodesh. So we make a kavachah a gzeir shava from the word kodesh. It says over here by the libations Bakodesh that in the holy you will uh, libate these libations and it says by the burning of Noser, sir, and Noser ba'esh, that you have to burn Noser in fire. It can't be eaten because they are holy. And so, just like by the burning of Noser, it has to be burnt in the holy, in, you know, the holy, in the base of Mikdash, in, uh, I guess, the azari. So, also, the congealed, uh, wine has to be burnt in the, um, Azar. Come on, it's not, like who does the following Mishnah go? Like Nisachim bat So when it comes to the wine libations in the Mikdash, so there's a Din Meilo, right? If you get benefit from this wine, so then if it's by accident, so then you have to bring a Korbin Asham uh, Meilos. Yardu the shishin, but once they have gone, been poured into, you know, you've done Nesachimah you pour them into these bowls, and then from the bowls went down to the to these Shisin in Moalim you could know it's no longer as a Din Meilo. Longer as a din me'ila. Once you pour, do the libations, it no longer as a din me'ila. Lema, Rabbi Lazar let's say that this must be the opinion of Rabbi Lazar the Rabbanon, l'tom. Because after all, according to the rabbis, the libations go all the way down to the depths of the earth. So how can you be getting a din me'ila from the Shisen? I mean, the Shisen go. You know, how can you get benefit from the wine that's been poured into the sheath and it's gone down to the depths of the earth? So, it must be that we're saying that according to Rabbi Allah Tzaddik, who says that the wine remains somewhere on, you know, I don't know, on the floor of the Mizbeah, of, of the base of Mikdash, I guess, of the Hazar. So, so so technically speaking, you can go dart in and use it and get benefit from it. So, we're saying that once you poured it, it no longer gets, you, it's no longer as a din mi'ilah, you won't have to bring an ashram elos if you get benefit from it. And for the Gamar, Filutema Rabonam Bidi Kalait, and you can even say that it's according to the rabbis. And what it means is that in the event that you took some kind of gadget and you put it into the shisan to collect the wine and the water that was I guess the wine, maybe the water too. I don't know. Right? You mentioned the wine over here. Oh, the Nisachim. Okay, so I guess the wine and the water. If if you put some kind of receptacle dart in, in order to collect what was poured in there, so then even though yes, the shisan, according to the rabbis go all the way down to the depths of the earth, but. If you interfered with the libations going down to the, depth, the depths of the earth, and you um, and you interfered with it and you chopped it, so then um, you could say that the, that the Chachamim are saying that at that point there would no longer be a din There That those who say there are actually those who say that. Let's davka argue that it is the rabbis and not rablozer rabtzadik. The because according to akati sayu because according to Reb Lazar uh, uh, Tzaddik, they are still in their holiness, right? One second. Let's clarify something. According um, according to the rabbis, right? So we're saying that Dafka, let's say, according to the rabbis, if you would put some kind of receptacle in the shisin to, to, to intercept the libations that are poured in there, so they're saying that you would not have a, there would be no din me'ila. Because according to Reb Lazar Breb Tzaddik, after all, remember, he said a few minutes ago, that the libations would go and collect, like on the floor of the Beis HaMikdash, and they would congeal, and then every so often, they would burn them, these congealed wine, they would burn it Bakodesh, in the holy part of the Beis HaMikdash, which means that they still Bikdusha Sayu they still have their Kedusha, and therefore, I would say that according to Belaus of Bar-Tzad, they would retain their Din meila. Say, or you can even say it's a balazer or because chadavish and mitzvah Because there's no such thing as something that the mitzvah has already been done, and yet, it maintains its din of me'ila. Once already you did the mitzvah, it no longer has a din me'ila. And therefore, these nisachim, even according to a these nisachim, pre, you know, prior to libating them on the mesbayach, so they have a din me'ila. However, once, uh, you've poured them into the, you know, receptacles, so then, um, there is no longer going to be a Din Me'ilah, even according to Blazar Barat who says that you have to burn the congealed wine in the, you know, in Bakodesh, in the Besamikdash. But nonetheless, once you've poured the the Nisachim into the receptacles, there's no longer going to be a Din of Me'ilah. You won't have to bring a Korbin Oshim Me'ilahs if you get benefit from them. Amr um, Yishlakesh says, Yishlakesh, Mizbeach, at the time that they libate wine on top of the mizbech, pokikin esashisin. So it says, Rishlakish, that at the time that they would pour the wine on top of the mizbech, they would taka stuff up, they would plug up the shisin. Right? So there were these bowls, there were these two bowls on top of the mizbech, and you would pour the wine into them. They would plug up those bowls to prevent the wine from, um, going down into the shisin. to fulfill that which the says, that in the kodesh they will libate to God. My mashma, how do we learn from that pasuk that they would plug up these receptacles? Amr Papa says of Papa Says a Papa shechar is a lashon of drinking, lashon sviya, it's a lashon of being satisfied, lashon shichrus, a lashon of being um, shikhus, which Rashi says is like uh, simcha, like happiness. All right. So therefore. Papa um, says, We learn from here, That so when a fellow is satisfied from, from wine, it's when he fills up his, his throat with wine, right? So it sounds like, meaning in order for the, um, uh, Mizbeach to be like satisfied with wine, it needs to collect there. There has to be a lot of wine at one time. It's not enough for just like wine to pour through the bowls and then go into the Shisen. They have to like collect there. There has to be a lot at one time. So therefore, it says our Papa, we see that if you're gonna be satisfied from wine, you're gonna have to take big gulps, not just small, right? It's not right, as Rashi points out, Kilu, when you um when you when you eat, so the more you eat, the the more satisfied you'll be. And therefore, even if you eat like one bite at a time, still you'll end up being satisfied. Whereas he says that with wine it's a shtickle different, whereas if you just sip uh uh um wine, it will have a different effect than if you take big gulps. If you take a big gulp, it'll be more satisfying. Rav says, If you have a, a young uh, Torah scholar who doesn't have so much wine, so take bigger gulps, because that will sort of satisfy you more than, than smaller sips. Rav, when he would have a koshal bracha, he would take big sips, big gulps. Dorosh, Rav expounded, ba bas what does the pasuk mean when it says, "How beautiful your feet are in your shoes"? The daughter of the um, patron, mayyofu pamosein shall yisrael. How beautiful are the steps of the yidden Bishasha old and leregel when they are going to yerushalayim for the shalosh regalim? Bas the daughter of a patron bito shall avram avinu shenikra the the daughter of avram avinu who is called a patron shenemar. As the Apostolic says, That the um, patrons of the nations have gathered the nation um, with the God of, Ab- of the God of Abraham. What do you mean? What? The nation with the God of Abraham, but not the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob? That it's the God of Avram who was the first to, to convert. He was the first convert to the Abishter. So therefore, um, since, as Rashi kind of says that he was, um, sort of, uh, uh, what's that called when you like give a lot of stuff? Very, um, um, I don't know, magnanimous in that he recognized the abishter and coming forward to recognize the abishtar. So he's called the nadiv, the patron. And therefore, um, when it says, <laughs> Uh, the daughter of the patron—that's a reference to uh, Avraham Avinu, who, like, kind of took himself to believe in God. Tanedvei of Anon, who's in the of Anon. What is that which is written? Your hidden thighs. Why is the words of Torah? Why are they compared to a thigh? just like your thigh is hidden. Right? Uh, beneath your shorts, your pants, your skirt, your dress, whatever you're wearing. Um, so just like your um, thighs are hidden. So, so also the are hidden. Are hidden. As Rashi says, don't go out in the shuk and give a shear. Which is interesting because I think we saw in the Gemara Erevan or something. Ravi would say, Like, he would do like, ask me anything and he was he was like benaze in the marketplace of tveria so i don't know um okay. so okay we see over here that the Torah should be hidden they, sh- they shouldn't just be uh, public uh uh um, big public events i guess of sharing torah okay bano this is what we blazer says ma'adix what does the pause says did he matov that a uh, he, he tells to a person what is good to Hashem, um, doreh doresh Mimcha, and what the Abishter wants expects from you kim asos misishbad Chesed, to do uh uh justice and to love kindness and to uh walk with um modesty with your God asus Mishpat Ze'adin. So when it says to do justice that's uh judgment and you should love kindness that's doing acts of kindness and walking it with modesty with your God that is uh taking out a a a a a a a, a person who passed away to be buried and um uh, um, supporting a, uh, bride to get married. And you can make the following Certainly, when it comes to things that you normally do in public, such as a wedding, such as a funeral, nonetheless, we're saying that you should do it, right, in a way that is, um, modest. So, kama Then certainly, things that normally are done in a in a in a um, more private way, such as things like giving tzedakah or devar we're grouping with that, should be done in a sort of modest, private way. says, That greater is somebody who does charity greater than all of the um, sacrifices. Shinemar, as the pasuk says. Aso tstocko mishpat nivchal hashem mizavach that to do uh, charity and and justice is more choice to the ebruster than a sacrifice. Vamer belazer says, "Rablazer gedolik milus chasodim yosim menat stocke." And says, "Rablazer and um, doing kindness, acts of kindness is even greater than charity." Shneimar as the pasuk says, "Zirulachem tstocke vikitzru l'fi chesed that you should um, sow." What does to sow mean? Is to sow to seed? If To sow is to seed, then you should sow righteousness. If it's different than seed. But either way, um, I just made things confusing. All right. You should like plant seeds of, uh, of, of charity. And harvest for kindness. Now, in terms of which is better, seeding or harvesting. Well, let's see. When you seed something, who knows? Anything can happen, right? It could be a drought. It could be a a, What's that thing called when like basically a a typhoon or something a cyclone I don't know what these things are but something things can come and mess up your crop and you won't have anything to eat But on the other hand are them coats there when a person harvests So he may live a He can eat what he harvests. so basically harvesting is better than seeding seeding is kind of question You know, it's it's uncertain whereas harvesting you have what you can eat. So therefore Harvesting is better than seeding, and we're saying that you can seed uh tzedakah, but harvest kindness. So we see that kindness is greater than than, than charity. Bhammer Balazar says in el Interesting. Says that um, charity is rewarded based on how much effort went into it. Right, Kilo, if you had to, you know, if you just kind of write a check, so that's one way of giving charity. But, if you have to, like, then go out and, like, pick up things and, and, like, run around in order to, you know, help out somebody, so then, that is even, so that's even a higher level. Shinemar, as the puzzle says, Zero lachem tztaka, ve kitsu the That, sure, you could plant, uh, for righteousness, but you'll harvest and do, um, for kindness. Right? That, right? That the tztaka is like, is like the seeding, which is, uh, we, you know, we said not as high as, on a high level as the, um, harvesting the harvesting is a higher level, and that is the chesed. So therefore, we're saying that the tztaka is uh, uh, as 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 stark as the amount of kindness and running around and effort that goes into um, uh, delivering it. In three ways, kindness acts of kindness are In three ways, kindness acts of kindness are are get are greater than charity. That while charity is your money, but acts of kindness um, involve both your actual activity, your 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 body, your doing, your efforts, um, as well as 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 your as 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 um, your financial investment. Whereas charity is goes to the poor. Doing kindness, you know, you could do kindness for poor people as well as wealthy people. Tzaddik Chaim, Charity is to help out alive people, whereas righteous, you know, uh, acts of kindness you can even do. Right, Chesed Shalemis. You can even do uh, acts of kindness for those who are no longer alive. Wow! wow. Says Rebblazer, somebody who does charity and and um, and and justice, it's as if he fills up the entire world with charity. With, with, um, acts of kindness. oh, if mishpat, a fellow loves, um, charity and justice, chesera the, uh, uh, kindness, the, 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 acts of kindness of God, uh, fills the world. So we see you do charity and justice, it fills up the world with kindness. likpotz kofits, maybe you'll say, okay, so it's easy. I could just find somebody and do kindness. Tamlo elokim that how precious is your kindness, God, that no, to find, you know, to find the right people and you know, just to jump out and say, okay, I'm just going to do kindness to any person, even people who don't need it, um, you have to find the right people to do kindness. And that might not necessarily always be so easy. Is it possible that even for those who are um, God-fearing, it's hard to find people who to, to help that the kindness of God is from, is forever upon those who fear Him. So I guess those who fear Him have a much easier time doing, um, kindness. Interesting. A fellow has chain. What's chain? chain is, um, what was like favor or whatever? chain is like being like kind of nice. So anybody who's, um, kind of nice, so he must be a God fearing fellow. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, that the kindness of God is uh, forever upon those who fear him. and says, what does the Pasuk mean? That her uh, mouth is open with wisdom and it is the Torah of kindness upon her tongue. What's the Torah of kindness? Is there a different kind of Torah? Is there a Torah of kindness and a Torah that isn't of kindness? What is this? Torah lishma Torah shel chesed. Learning Torah for its own sake because you want to learn Torah. So that is the Torah of kindness. Shaloh <speaking in Hebrew> If you're doing it for ulterior motives, that is the Torah that is not of kindness. Here at Babylon Talmud, we're studying Torah because we want to study Torah, right? I think so that those who say Torah that Torah to uh, teach it is Torah of kindness zori torah But if you're learning Torah not to teach it, so then it's uh, not a Torah of kindness. Interesting, friends. That was daf mem test of the Sukkah. What do you guys think? Kind of interesting, right? Yeah, I think so. Anyways, so the first part of the daf we learned about these shisin. Um, we learned about when you pour the libations Into the um, when you pour the libations on the Mizbeach, so there are two opinions, right? There's the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, that That um, the libations go all the way down to the depths of the earth Uh Then there's the opinion of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Tzaddik, who says that no, it doesn't go down to the depths of the earth It just goes down, basically collects over time, you know, under the Mizbeach and then the um You know every so often you would then basically collect the congealed wine and you would burn it uh in the azarih and um anyways from there we basically um got into all sorts of interesting agaritas uh some interesting things were like um you know comparison between kindness and charity how kindness seems to be on a higher level of charity we saw different reasons why from sukkim we saw explanations based on, you know, one is just with your money, whereas one is also with your body. So that was pretty interesting. It's interesting. I got it is there on the Memtesma base. I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, friends, have a great day. Cheers.